Hi. Uh, so, due diligence, how do I decide where to buy? How do I know I'm not getting conned? It's one of the most common questions. I actually know someone who spent 90 million shillings on a piece of land and later found out that he paid the wrong person. Now, how do you keep that from happening to you? I'm going to be sharing information on how to do your due diligence in this episode. I am Solomon Wangwe and you're watching Own Land in Kenya. What is due diligence? Uh, due diligence is simply the process of confirming the ownership, uh, the dimensions or the size uh, of a particular property. That's what we mean when we say due diligence, meaning that you've done your homework and you know the facts as they actually are. Now, this is one of the biggest problems around buying or owning land in Kenya. A lot of people are afraid to invest in property because of that problem. We've heard stories, we've read stories, we've seen stories on TV. Uh, there's one case currently ongoing about a property near USIU where two separate people or entities bought the same piece of land and they each own or hold a title deed to that piece of property. So how do you avoid that from happening? Right? There are many things you need to look out for. And to be honest, it's a minefield. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you it's, you know, it's, it's simple. Um, it's not too complicated. There are legal structures and, and ways to do this. The problem is a lot of people don't know what they are. And too many shortcuts are taken in the process. So the first thing you're going to have to do when you've decided that you understand why you're buying land, you've determined your goals and you know where to buy, is land scouting. In fact, I, I often refer to myself as the chief land scout at Goshen Acquisitions, because that's really most of what I do. I spend a lot of time traveling across the country looking for new and interesting and viable opportunities for land investment. And that's what you have to do. Uh, either you make the time to scout for the land in the particular location you're looking for, or you find someone that you trust, a bona fide and a qualified and experienced person who can advise you on what that location is, right? So you have to spend time. There are no shortcuts. Either you spend the time or someone else has and you trust them uh, and you make your decision. So that's the first part of due diligence is scouting for the land. And let me just mention that as you're scouting for land, it's not j just a question of driving to a particular piece of land and seeing it, right? Uh, you have to ask questions. You have to interview neighbors, for example. I often do that mostly because uh, it's not uncommon for someone to show you a piece of land that is purportedly for sale, only to find out later, like the gentleman I mentioned earlier, that the person who showed you the piece of land isn't the actual owner. They're pretending to be the owner. That's why you find a lot of signs, even in very posh parts of Nairobi, like Kileleshwa and Lavington. I saw one recently in Kitisuru, where there was a big sign on top of a fence that said, this land is not for sale, and a telephone number. The reason that happens is because anyone can purport to be the owner and show you the piece of land uh, as being available for sale as though they own it. Right? So you have to ask questions, you have to look at documents, and I'll go through some of those. Right? So interview your neighbors, 
they'll confirm to you, usually they will know who the actual owner is, especially if they've been neighbors for long enough. And this is especially true in rural parts of Kenya, where even the ancestry can be easily confirmed simply by asking the neighbor. Another thing that will do, it will give you a good indication of what the general price range should be, right? Um, a lot of times people will ask for much less than the land is worth and it will seem like a really good deal. Uh, that's usually a red flag. I'm not saying that you can't find a good deal. It just means that you need to be extra careful if the price being asked for a particular piece of land is lower than what the general pricing in the area is. And there's no way to do or to know that unless you've asked a qualified professional like a valuer or a real estate agent who specializes in that particular area or you've done your own homework by driving around and talking to neighbors, right? That's the other reason it's very important to scout for land on your own. The other thing you need to do after scouting for the land and confirming its actual location uh, and dimensions is doing a land search. Um, I know we hear that term a lot that you know, I did a search or you didn't do a search. What is a search? A search is simply the term that we use in Kenya for confirming with the authorities, which is the government offices, who the precise owner of the uh, property is, the registered owner of the property is, how long they've owned it, do they have it encumbered? Uh, that means do they have the title deed held by someone else because they've taken a loan or not, and so on. Uh, this is a fairly straightforward process. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't do it. And this is the first place where people go wrong and get caught because you didn't do a search. It's a very simple thing to do. If you can't do it yourself, you can hire a lawyer. And let me just say that they have to be a licensed uh, lawyer of the High Court, uh, meaning they have a licensed number from the Law Society of Kenya. A lot of lawyers out there are actually not licensed. Just because they call themselves a lawyer doesn't mean they are. So when you identify one, ask them for their license number and you can confirm with LSK, the Law Society of Kenya, that they are actually licensed to practice within the Republic of Kenya, right? Have them do a search for you. Most places in the country where you do a search, it costs 500 shillings. That's the official fee for doing a search. And you have to pay it to the right uh, entity. You don't pay the clerk to do the search. There's a very precise process on how to do it. You have to pay the cash office at the Ministry of Land in the particular jurisdiction that your land is in. You have to find that out yourself or ask your lawyer to do that for you. Once you pay for the search, they'll give you a receipt, right? An official receipt proving that you've actually paid for a search. You'll hand over the duplicate with your details, confirming that you're asking for details about the ownership of the land. And they'll produce for you what they call a search certificate. It'll be duly stamped by the registrar who confirmed the details at the land registry. It's a government official and they'll give you this together with your uh, duplicate and original uh, receipt and you'll be able to confirm what the precise details of ownership are for that piece of land. Once you've done that, I highly recommend that you also ask your lawyer to get you a certified copy of the green card. I know you're wondering what, what's a green card. A green card is literally a green card that sits in the, the registry office. 
Um, this is actually the document that the officers will look at to produce your search. The green card is what gives birth to your title deeds. It's actually more important than your title deed. A lot of people don't know this, but it's true. So one of the things we do every single time without failure is obtain a certified copy of the green card from the registry where we did the search. The reason we do it after we've gotten the search is to make sure that the information that we were given on the search is accurate according to what is written in the green card. Let me explain that. Uh, one of the common ways that people defraud uh, anyone in the marketplace is to collude with the officers in the land registry. This happens when, for example, you want to buy a piece of land that I showed you was mine. And when you go to do a search, I will have communicated with the registry clerk that should so-and-so come and do a search on this property, let the search report say that I am the owner. And they'll do so because I'm going to be sharing some of your money with them. Or maybe I've paid them off to do so. And because you didn't pay the cash office and obtain an official receipt, there is no record that you actually paid for a search and they can produce a report that says anything I wanted to say. But if you get a certified copy of the green card, it'll most likely say something different from what I have colluded with the other individual that it should say. And that will be a red flag for you to take a pause and investigate or most likely just walk away. Because if there are any discrepancies between your search certificate and the green card report, you need to walk away. That means that something fishy was going on and it's just not worth it. It's not worth your time. It's not worth the precious resource you've been saving up to make this important investment in. Uh, and so that's what I would recommend that you do without failure. I hope that makes sense for you. And should you have any more questions regarding uh, the search and the due diligence process, please feel free to reach out to us. You can do so by sending us an email. Uh, you can check out our website. Um, you can give us a call. All our social media platforms are up and running and you can share the information as well with your friends. Thank you for watching. My name is Solomon Wangwe. This is Own Land in Kenya. Keep watching for more information on strategic land investment.